Welcome to this week's Heathcliff. My name is Dave. And if this is a podcast called This Week's Heathcliff, which it is, uh, it did not live up to at least one of the things implied by its title, uh, that it is weekly this week. Uh, I last recorded two Wednesdays ago, and now it's Sunday, uh, Sunday the 8th of April. About that, I could say a number of things. You know, when something's delayed or half-assed, if you're a consumer of it, you might get mad. Um, I do. You know, same as like when somebody is walking towards me, uh, just facing their cell phone, and I start to get nervous that I'm going to have to like avoid them in some fashion, or they're going to walk into me. You know, I start to get kind of pissed off but I do that all the time you know I look at my cell phone when walking down the street I I don't pay attention all the time the thing is I have a good reason for doing that you know I'm looking at my cell phone because something has happened and I'm confused by it or sad or trying to figure out who Killed what person, why, in not getting good information on Twitter about it. The guy walking towards me, of course, is not that. He, when he's looking at his cell phone, is an evil person and doing something totally useless, like, I don't know, checking the number of downloads that his dumb podcast about a cartoon cat got this week. The point is, I didn't record a podcast on time, if that matters, and I had some good reasons for that, and um, they relate to uh, the antibiotics I'm on right now uh, that I started a couple days ago, and uh, the anxiety that's been a long-standing thing for me. Um, but if you were waiting for the podcast or whatever, you had no way of knowing that. And I don't say that in any way to ambush you or make you feel bad because we're all sort of doing what we're supposed to do. And somehow the ball rolls forward, uh, which brings me to this Heathcliff cartoon from this week that I'd like to talk about. So. This is from five days ago, April 3rd, 2018. Heathcliff is standing in the panel. He's standing to the left, about midway up. And he's standing next to a man wearing yellow shoes, gray slacks, a gray collared short sleeve shirt, and a gray hat that's kind of jauntily on his head. The man is also holding a net over his shoulder. And like a lot of things, it's kind of implied that it's a net in that there's cross-hatching. You can't see anything through the cross-hatching, but it kind of says net. Behind the man, in case this is not a clear enough descriptor of what he is, there's a van... It's, all, it's an all-white van. 
It has cross hatching on the back, indicating that there's some kind of gate situation. And on the side of the van, it says dog catcher. So this guy's a dog catcher, clearly. Um, his net is not big enough to catch a dog. Uh, that's what I'll say about that. He's standing with Heathcliff. They're on the sidewalk. They're in a suburban sidewalk. There's a tree on the lawn that they're standing next to. To the, to the far end of the panel, behind, well behind them, there is the implication of you know, suburban uh, uh, homes, two, three-story homes, some shrubbery, some fences, stuff like that. And then there's what's going on in front of them, which is in the street itself, are two dogs seated on what appear to be wee-wee pads. And they're just sitting on them in the street. Except, if you look under the wee-wee pads, there's a squiggle under each one that implies a shadow. And behind the dogs, there's some motion lines. Dog on the left is a dark brown dog, very cute, his tongue's out. Dog on the right is a dog that if you read a lot of Heathcliff, you will recognize as the pug that's always in Heathcliff. It doesn't, I mean, I'm on record as having said I think Gallagher's a good artist, but this looks nothing like a pug. And that's basically it for what's going on here. Heathcliff standing next to the dog catcher. Dog catcher and Heathcliff are observing two floating wee-wee pads going by in the street with two dogs on them. The dog catcher is the only creature in this with an open mouth, so he must be speaking the caption, which is, those flying wee-wee pads are trouble. Now, I'm not here to tell you how to consume this podcast. If you look at the comic and listen along, that's great. If you never look at the comic, I'm going to say I think, like, you know, this is, a co- this is about a comic. It'd be good to give it a look every so often because the comic is <laughs> interesting enough that I'm doing a podcast about it. But in this particular case, I do urge you to go look at this comic because I have some thoughts about the very specific, some very specific uh, drawing choices that are made. And I begin with a theory. I don't believe that this is the original punchline for this comic. Why do I say that? I say that because of the placement of the shadows. Shadow under the brown dog is on the sidewalk that's across the street from where Heathcliff and the dog catcher are standing. Shadow under the pug dog is in the street. And the shadow and the movement lines, and there's only three movement lines behind each of them, and they're both in the street as well. 
The shadow and the movement lines are the only indication we actually have that these dogs are flying. If they weren't there, it would just look like they were drawn on wee-wee pads, and those wee-wee pads were in the street. So my theory is Gallagher drew this, and he drew it with the dogs just sitting on the wee-wee pads in the street. In other words, the dogs weren't flying. They were just sitting. You know, given the placement of the shadow, it, it makes a lot more sense that it was, this was originally drawn that way because the placement of the shadow puts one of them on the sidewalk and one of them floating in the street. So I think that the original punchline was probably something along the lines of, I, the dog catcher, am happy that you, Heathcliff, have put wee-wee pads in the street. It's made my job a lot easier. Listen, I don't write comics. <laughs> it's just a first draft. But that's a guess. And it makes as bad much sense as anything else that happens in Heathcliff. So, you know, go with me. Could be wrong. Could be that this was the way it was drawn originally, but I doubt it. Why would he edit this? Because you can't show dogs sitting in a street. Dogs get hit by cars all the time. I know dogs that got hit by cars. You 100% cannot, in a children's cartoon, put a dog in the street, sitting there with no one looking after it. Your editor will shut you down immediately if he's looking at what you're doing. He might have some other things to say to Gallagher about Heathcliff as well, but... I do think this would be a, a bright line you couldn't cross. Assuming I'm correct, Gallagher gets this note from his editor, and he has a couple options. He can redo the comic, or he can add some squiggles, rework the punchline, and hand it back in. As a side note, these two dogs are urinating. Anyway, for whatever reason, Gallagher chose option two and just added some squiggles and redid the punchline. So is this nonsense? Did he receive a correction from his editor and just slapdash an edit together and figure none of this makes much sense? None of this makes much sense anyway. No one will notice. No one's reading. Or is there an answer that allows that Gallagher has a life as complicated as any of ours? And sometimes the end result is you just need to draw something, and get it out the door, so you can get to work on self-care or compassion or whatever else is needed of you. Sometimes you have a couple panic attacks and you end up on antibiotics and all of it's sort of related and sort of unrelated and you don't do your podcast on time and okay, not that many people are listening anyway and those that are, thank you for listening but I hope that you have a life that is so wonderful that 
my podcast being not in your podcast catcher in time is actually a big problem for you. There's no real way for us to know what happened with Gallagher this week and why this comic is, even for Heathcliff, more nonsensical than normal. Or if there is a way to know why, bother. The answer is in front of us in one way or another, and we get to choose it. What you choose doesn't particularly say anything about whether you're good or you're bad, I don't think. But it is your choice to make. So that's the podcast for this week. Thanks for listening. And actually, you know, really, thank you for listening if you are. Uh, I feel like I should say something more profound than that, but it actually does mean a lot. I hope you have a great week.